have secrets. We all have sins to confess. Not ready for Judgment Day? Absolve yourself on Primal Confessions. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Glenn, and here alongside me, as always, is Ashley, and you are tuned into Primal Confessions. Good evening, everyone. Good evening, Ashley. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you doing tonight, Glenn? I am doing all right. It looks like that we have a really cool subject matter to talk about tonight. Cheating! Cheating is a good subject matter. And who do we got as our email? All right, so we got an email today. His name is Rufus. He is 52 from Detroit. Rufus was married for 19 years. But in the last couple of years, apparently the spark is gone, and he has started to look for affection in other people. Affection in other people. How scandalous. Very scandalous. All right. So, Rufus, 19... That's a long... T you know what? You've been married before. How long have you been married? I was married for just under five years. And you know what? I'm, I'm kind of going through a little thing myself right now, and I've been married for five years myself. And that is a long time to be married to someone, to go to sleep, wake up to them every single day of the week for five years, much less 19 years. That so, is a long time. Do you think that there's a point in a marriage, especially these five-year marriages, where after a certain year, the spark does fade? I think that the spark fades. Um, that's, you know, I don't want to sound cliche, but that's when you need to keep the spark alive in a marriage. And you keep it alive, I believe, in my personal opinion, on a weekly basis. I mean, you've got... I mean, alright. Let, let's just say, you, you, looks are great. You can have a good-looking woman. You can have a very handsome man. You can have a man that's ripped... And, and, and so fucking ripped and, and, and good looking and like you know but you know what those looks fade over over the years oh absolutely they do and you put on weight you get comfortable you start doing shit you never did in front of them before because it doesn't matter you're locked in you're married now so think about that times 19 years that's tough. That is tough. I mean, I mean, to keep the fire alive after 19 years, I mean, after five years is hard enough. I mean... Shit, mine, after year two, started going downhill, and I think we probably both only stayed in it for convenience and maybe tax write-off purposes. Yeah, and I'm, I'm going through that right now myself. After five years, I just, you know, my wife just told me that she wasn't in love with me anymore, and... Uh, I, I heard the whole, I love you, I'm not in love with you. Ooh, and, that's a strong phrase. Oh, here's one that's even stronger. It's not you, it's me. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, I got you beat. I've got to work on my mental health. OMG. I went there. I heard that too. <laughs> and I, I gotta find myself. I gotta... She okay. To be quite honest with you, I'm I'm older than she is. She's thirty years old. You're like a decade. More and I'm decade. And, and I'm older than she <laughs> is. So, she says I've got thirty years of of bile per se to go through and to find myself and to find my inner meaning and whatnot. And so it, it 
the, the spark, it, it wasn't just the spark went out, the flame was freaking snuffed. It sounds like it. It's, no smoke signals in that campsite. No, I mean, it wasn't something that she wanted to work on. Hey, let's work on this, let's go to counseling, let's do this, let's do that. No, it's like, fuck you, pay me. I'm out. Back to Rufus. Mm. <laughs> yes, Rufus. Back, sorry, it's not about me. It's about Rufus. No. Sorry, Rufus. No, I... You know, it, I, I feel like this touches uh, on what you're saying as well, but he expressed that, you know, there's a few days of affection, and then she's right back to her old self where, you know, she doesn't want to be touched, and, you know, it's system overload, and, you know, they, he only gets, a you know, one or two good days a week out of her, maybe a month, because, you know, one minute she's hot, and then 28 days she's cold. You know, how does one deal with something like that? <clears throat> That's a very good question. I mean, coming from a female perspective, and I'm not a female by any means of the imagination, but coming from a female perspective, it is... When, when, when you're in love with somebody, and just coming from a personal standpoint of when you're in love with somebody when you're in love with somebody you want to please them and Absolutely. you want to please them mentally physically spiritually in all aspects but when it comes to that day to where I just don't want to do it anymore I don't want to do it today then today turns into two days two days turns into three three turns into five five turns into a week a week turns into a month and then you are sabotaging the relationship without even knowing about it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You go that certain amount of time without, you know, the affection, and then it's like it builds up so much that by the time you get around to knocking those boots, you're giving them something so incredibly electric that it's giving them false hope because it's a one-time thing, because it's just a build-up that they've been withholding from you. So what do you... What, what kind of... How do you interpret that? Like, oh, she's she's been dodging me this, dodging me that, and then boom, you get like this killer nookie, and then the next day it's oh, don't touch me. I'm 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 going out for the day. I I have to get away from you. System overload. Well, I'll bring in my situation again. Perfect. Perfect. And you know, I mean, uh, she laid out to me that she, you know she didn't love me anymore, and. You know, she wanted to go out and date other people. Because I'm the only third person in her entire life that she's dated. And so she wanted to go out and date other people and and see what was out there. But she wasn't feeling well for a few days. So what did she have me do? Hey, come sit with me. Sitting with me, we watched uh, a show. Sitting turned into cuddling. Cuddling turned into... Good night, I love you. So she said good night, I love you to me twice in the past week. And what does that tell me? I mean, um, cuddling cuddling is an intimate thing. Absolutely. You know, it, 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 it can be as intimate as kissing somebody. Oh, sure. Sometimes it could be more intimate than sex with the right person. Exactly. But she says, I love you. So that gives me that false sense of hope going... Oh my God, there might be a chance that we could work this out, that we could, you know, maybe reconcile, let her go, sow her wild oats a little bit, and 
let me hold on to the I love you. But that, to me, and from what other people are telling me, she's playing games with you, bro. It's a little irresponsible on her part to do that. Yeah. Absolutely. I think it's a great responsibility as a woman or man with a partner to let them know exactly how they feel and what's really going on in their head and what they want and what they want sexually. That's a big thing right there is a lot of people, you know, they give up too quick because they don't express to their lover like, hey, you're doing this wrong. It's about three inches higher. All right. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about the Kama Sutra. Ah, the good old Kama Sutra. The Kama Sutra (laughs) is a book of sexual positions. And sexual pleasure. Let's, for the sake of argument, say that there's 100 positions in the Kama Sutra. There's actually 365 because there's one for every day of the year I own the book. Okay, <laughs> so there's 365. Just in that book. Just in that book. So let's say that you did a different position every single day of the year. First, it's like, oh my god, this is electric. Oh my god, this is awesome. Oh my god, we're doing something different. But after the first year, you start over, and then it's the same thing. After the third year, you start over, it's the same thing. After the fourth year, pretty soon, my point is, even within the Kama Sutra of its multiple, multiple sexual positions and trying something new, it gets old. How do you keep the fire going when things get old? As far as sexually, I think that everyone's still learning how to do that. I mean, you could do you could go above and beyond for your partner and eventually they're just going to get so used to you being all buck wild and crazy that it's not going to seem as dramatic and intense and desirable. So what is the answer to that question? The answer to the question is duality. When I mean duality, I mean two people working on the relationship at the same time. Meaning, the guy works on it. Uh, I'm not trying to get into sexual orientation here. The guy, the guy, the girl, the girl, the guy, the girl, the girl, the guy, the girl, whatever. Two people... The non-gender. There you go. (laughs) The two people work on it together... On a, it, it's not a freaking weekly basis. It is a daily basis kind of thing. Yeah, I agree with you. It's sex and intimacy with a partner when you want it to be so electric is something you have to work at constantly to keep that spice and that that energy up. Well, let's talk about cheating. Yeah, poor old Rufus wanted to cheat. Yeah, Rufus, brother, <laughs> you wanted to cheat. So what is what is cheating mean? Just cheating itself. We're not going to get into all the types of cheating just yet. But cheating in itself, what does cheating mean to you? Cheating is breaking breaking a vow, whether it be just a promise or a, you know tying into a union with God. It's the breaking of a vow, something that you promise. It's a broken promise. That's what I think. It's fucking adultery, bro. My theory is... I have a crystal shaft. In your pants? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we're stopping the show for a minute so that I... I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I, I have a crystal um, shaft. And I break it in half. Okay? This is where we cue shaft. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> and I put the shaft back together. 
it is still a crystal shaft and okay I'll fix it it is still a crystal shaft but they have that hairline fracture in it you turn it a certain way you see it when you cheat whether it is any kind of style of cheating which we'll talk about in a minute you will still see the hairline fracture in that crystal shaft. Absolutely. I mean, especially if you're looking for it, too. If you're looking for those imperfections, you know. Like, a lot of people who have been hurt before and been cheated on, they're constantly looking for that fracture in that shaft. <laughs> <laughs> I'm mostly looking for the shaft, but, you know, we're all different breeds of human. The size matters, so. though. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord alright let's talk about the different types of cheating alright well we, we we're covering physical obviously you know you want to you wanna get away you want to get your intimacy with someone else you want to feel that warm body next to you so there's always physical how long does a physical cheating last though well how long can he last well two <laughs> minutes I don't think that that would be cheating then you know, I mean, what what happens if you? But but no, seriously though, you've got that build up. You've got the physical. You you got the 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 the, the kissing, the touching, the stroking, the caressing. You got you've got the penetration. The neck bites, the hitting, the masochism, the duct tape. Let's not forget the fun stuff, buddy. There you go. Everything is fixed with duct tape. <laughs> Amen. And you've you've got all that. And how long does that last? though? you know how long it lasts. Um, well, if it's a good night, I'm going to say till dawn. If it lasts until one person has an orgasm, whether it's the male or the female, once that orgasm happens, it is done. The cheating is done. Oh, the cheating. Okay. I was on something else. I'm still thinking about the shaft. That's all right, brother. <laughs> so let's talk about other forms of cheating. You've got the physical aspect, yep. which obviously it, it, it ends up in physical at some point or another. Yes, I think it starts with emotional, though. You know, you get something from someone else, whether it's, you know, a little flirt, maybe a look, and you start thinking, ooh, I wonder what it's like to put scratch marks on his back instead of the person that I have to sleep next to for the last 19 years. So, do you think... I, I personally think that emotional cheating is toxic... It's a little bit toxic, yeah. That, I mean, you, you've got, I mean, whether you, and, and we're getting into, folks, we're getting into all forms of cheating here. Whether you, you get into the physical, the mental, the cyber, you know, whatever it is on cheating, when you get into the, the, the mental aspect of things, just talking to another person of the opposite sex invigorates you in such a way to where you forget about your current spouse. I have a great example of that. So I was digging on this fella, and I was having impure thoughts, and I couldn't get, I couldn't get this person out of my head at all, whatsoever. And I, w I found myself... Uh, gravitating toward this person unnecessarily, obviously. I was doing things that I didn't need to be doing just 
just to simply see this person, just to look at this person, just to get that idea in the head. And I found myself realizing that I would rather sit here and fantasize about somebody emotionally than to stay in this marriage. And that night, I went home and asked for a divorce. Not even knowing this person's name. Wow. Yeah. So do you think that, on uh, honestly, do you think you're emotionally cheating? I was, and that's why I ended the divorce. Because it was wrong. And I am big on, when you're tied into a union with God, not to mess that up. So, what, what do you think that the, the, the crux of the cheating, what do you think started that? Well, obviously, we were on year four of our marriage, and, you know, it, was, it started going downhill after year two. So once year four came, I was starting to realize that there was other people out there that would fit my lifestyle better, that would want the same things that I wanted, and I just wanted this, this dream life that I didn't have, that I didn't have to work for, you know, because it was like pulling teeth trying to get my ex-husband to pay attention to me. And, you know, he, he's not an outdoorsman. He, you know, is an accountant. I gotta stop messing with these accountants, man. I swear they flock to me. But you know he's an accountant, and you know he's a, he's a blue collar guy. And you know I'm I'm not a blue collar woman. So you know I I was looking for somebody that was just gonna fit my lifestyle better. That I was going to you know find attractive watching him do yard work or fix whatever fucking item I broke that day because I constantly break shit. So it was just... When you just, constantly break shit, does that mean relationships too? No, like, I mean, like, I barrel into shit in the house and, like, break things daily. Like, if you, if you notice, there's no trim on any of the corners in this trailer because I fucking am clumsy. I'm a clumsy son of a bitch. So, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I'm like, oh, I, I, I need a handyman. I need a maintenance man. I need the Mr. Fix-It. I need somebody that's going to benefit me and who's going to want the same things that I want in building this empire that I'm building. And it wasn't him. And when I started seeing people, men out there that were, that were like that and that were want, that could possibly want that, I was emotionally cheating and I asked for a divorce. All right. <clears throat> so, emotionally cheating. Let me ask you this. And this is a, a serious question, and this is a kind of a, a duh to some people, but do you think emotionally cheating is wrong? Ah, uh, that's a tough one. Part of me wants to say yes because I'm a wider black thinker. I'm very, I'm very concrete with my thoughts. So I'm going to say yes, it should be wrong. But then the other part of me is like, well, everybody fantasizes. Like, can't we still keep our fantasies that we sit here and, you know, wallow in? I don't know. I mean... I guess it's a... Per so you got to ask yourself that question. I mean, morally, is it wrong to you? Well, I mean, I, I have, honestly, I have, have been out and... Seeing a good-looking woman and be like, oh my gosh, she's so good-looking. God created such a beautiful freaking creature. Man, I'd love to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to put my dick in her asshole. Yeah. Be and the only reason why I think I was thinking that at the time is because my marriage was in such disarray that that's the only thing I had. I didn't have the option to physically cheat... Because I've got two kids. I've got a two-year-old and i got a three-year-old. Oh, you got more than that, doll. I do. <laughs> I do. 
But at home, I got a two-year-old and a three-year-old. Well, let me ask you something real quick. Now, when you say that you were only doing this because your marriage was going south, would you have still checked out that woman and fantasized if you were in a good place in your marriage? I mean, you are human. Man is going to be a man. No, here's a, here's what I would have done. Wow, that's a good-looking woman. God created such a beautiful gift. Thank you for that. And I would have just moved on. I would have done the same thing if a man. If I saw a man that was a good-looking man, I'd say, wow, that's a good-looking man. I mean, not not as a gay thing or anything like sure, that. Sure, sure, sure. I, I believe in beauty, and I believe in beauty as in man or woman. But no, I, I would have just said, wow, that's a beautiful creation. I would have observed the painting and said, wow, that is great. <laughs> but I wouldn't buy it. <laughs> Michelangelo. Mm-hmm. You'd bid on it in auction, though, wouldn't you? You old dog. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, so what about cyber cheating? Cyber cheating is sneaky. Scandalous. Scandalous, sneaky little bitches. Cyber cheating, to me, is anything texting, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, any of those cyber entities that you have to go to to talk to another person in an intimate manner to me that is cheating and the optimal word being intimate it's okay to be like hey bro what's up all right for for instance i'm a sports fan i am as well so if i met you in cyberspace and you're like, well, I'm an A's fan. Oh, I love baseball. I'm like, I love baseball too, but I'm a Yankees fan. And you're like, oh, the Yankees suck. And I'm like, oh, the A's suck. And you're like, well, but what about, you know, and we're talking about baseball. And then we just keep talking and we're just focused around baseball. And that's all we talk about. We don't talk about fucking each other yet. Because that's where it starts in, in the cyber world. It starts innocently. Absolutely. Baseball always leads to sex in my book. There you go. <laughs> go A's. Go Yankees. <laughs> now, if anybody has any opinions on what we're talking about, you can feel free to give us a call or email us or go ahead and post on our Facebook page, which is Primal Connections. Yeah, you Primal Connections on Facebook. Uh, phone number is 916-420-0697. And the email is primalconnectionspodcast at gmail.com. Alright, poor Glenn over here has had too many whiskey drinks. It's Primal Confessions. You said connections. Oh my god, I freaking <laughs> He's did. He's over here trying to make connections, y'all. <laughs> oh my, I got that connections from you earlier. I called it Primal Kitchens the other day because uh, that's the brand I buy when I buy salad dressing. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, you know what, we were, talk, we, we were going over the show and we were in the production studio and we were going over the show, and she's like, Primal Connections. And I'm like, it's Confessions, bitch. <laughs> and she's like, oh, but it's Primal Connections. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Primal Confessions we're podcast human. at gmail.com. We're just humans. Yes, we are. <laughs> oh, man, yeah, cyber cheating. I mean, we all have that hidden folder on our phones, right, with all them dirty pictures we're saving to... But what do you... Okay, uh, let me ask you this. Straight up. No bullshit aside. Never bullshit. 
What do you think about... I just cyber cheated, babe. I didn't do anything. I didn't put my dick into anybody. I just cyber cheated. What are your thoughts if your man came to you or you came to him and be like, whoa, what did I just see? And it was cyber cheating. What do you think? I would instantly drop him. I don't put up with that shit. Okay. Absolutely. I think that it's wrong. I'm not really, I'm not looking to mess with somebody who's trying to mess with other people and I find it to be cheating. So I'm not looking to, I'm not looking to entertain somebody who's entertaining that kind of shit. Okay. So. What would you do? Oh my God. I know. Like in my current situation? Yeah. Fucking A. Well, I would, and, and some people might think, oh, you're a pussy, dude. You're a pussy. I would be like, look, I know you're looking somewhere else. I know you're talking to somebody else. I know that it's talk right now because you haven't physically met and you haven't physically done anything. What can we do to fix this? What can we do to talk about this? What can we do to ignite the fire in our relationship to where you don't have to cyber cheat? That's what I would do. And I'm being, I, 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 and I know I joke around a lot, and I, and I know I mess around a lot, but I'm being dead fucking serious. Oh, absolutely. I, I feel you on that. I just think, personally, I mean, if I'm with somebody and, and they're to the point where they're seeking attention elsewhere, then I'm not doing my job and I might not be the right person for them. And so I take that as a hit on me. I almost take it as an ego hit on me. Like, well, I couldn't please them enough to keep them from not talking to other people. So I need to move on to somebody who is going to acknowledge my efforts and match me. So to you, it would be an ego thing. I think so. I think it would be an ego thing. Maybe even an insecurity thing. And that sounds kind of messed up saying. I'm not one to, to be insecure. So I, I think I'm realizing that now. So, cyber cheating is the same in your eyes as physical cheating? It's a little bit less, but yeah, it's right on, and it's, it's in the same county, it's just not in the same, uh, it's not on the same highway, we'll say. Alright, <clears throat> I could dig that. Alright, so let's see here. Um, so the reason, let's get back to old Rufus here. Sorry Rufus, I know you're only 52, you're not that old, but, um... So, so she goes a few days with the affection, and then she's right back to her old self, just being, you know, nonchalant, I don't want to be touched. So her excuse, apparently, from what I'm reading in, on his email, is is that she says that his body language tells a different story. Wow. Resting bitch face. <laughs> That's what comes to my mind. Resting bitch face. So, Rufus, my friends... If you are asking your wife for more affection, and you're coming home, and you're giving her the old adage is, I don't want to be touched, I don't want to be talked to, I don't want to be messed with, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want, then how do you expect to be helped in the realm of give me affection, but you're sending off a different vibe? What, do you, what are your thoughts? Well... Actually, it's, it's the wife... Okay, okay, I get it. I get what you're saying. So the wife is saying that his body language tells a different story, right? Yeah, right. So, 
do you think that she's using that as an excuse? Because clearly he wants affection. I mean, but we're only getting one side of the story here. He says the spark is gone. You know, he's, he, you know, one minute she'll give it up. The next minute she's back to being a bitch. I mean, no offense to Rufus's wife, but, um... But the excuse of his body language tells a different story. I will say that 80% of communication is body language. Okay. So, so you know, maybe, maybe, he's, maybe he's giving off the body language that he's pissed off, he's upset, he's sexually frustrated because she's not doing a damn thing. He's out working all day, he's coming home. All he wants is a warm meal and a place to put his dick. I mean, is that so wrong to want? No, not at all. That's completely normal for a human being. So this whole body language excuse, I'm not buying it. And I hate to side with the cheater, but I am not buying the body language excuse. Alright. Rufus is, is giving off different vibes. And Rufus is giving off, don't touch me, I don't want to be talked to, this, that, and the other thing. But yet he wants affection from his wife, and he may not be doing it consciously, it could be subconsciously, and maybe his wife is using that as, as an excuse. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's an excuse, it's a way out for her to be like, well, you know, I don't want to be touched tonight, and then night two, oh, well, you came home, you were an asshole, you gave me the cold shoulder. And then night three, oh, I have a headache. And then night four, boom, she's given up this dynamite nookie, making him think, oh, right, we're back on. This is it. We're, I'm back in the game. Old Rufus, the Oakland A's fan. I'm just kidding. He's from Detroit. That's right. He's the Yankees <laughs> fan. Shut up. So, I mean, I mean, body language does tell a lot. I mean, in your current situation, you know, how does that affect you as far as your ex's body language? What does that tell you when you want affection still? Because I know you're still, you know, living together. Well, <clears throat> I, I, it's like last night. She, she came in, she was all, her face was all sullen, her, her body language was all like robotic and sullen, and she, she went straight, I mean, she brought the groceries in, she laid them on the counter, walked away. There was cold items that needed to be in the freezer, cold items that needed to be in the refrigerator, and stuff that needed to be in the pantry. She put them on the counter and walked away. I would have let that bitch's hogging dolls melt. She went to her room, <clears throat> and then she was sewing, and then about 30 minutes later, I was like, would you like company? And she said IDK, which means one of two things. I don't know. Or I don't care. And then she said, sure. I'm not into the one-word responses. I don't fuck with one-word responses. I also have the 72-hour rule, where if you don't contact me within 72 hours, then you don't need me for the rest of your life. If you don't need me in those 72 hours, you don't need me in life. So, but then she says she wanted contact last night. Well, not contact. I want to make contact. I want to make contact. Um, and she wanted, you know, I, I, I went in there and I sat in the chair. I was on my phone. She was on her phone. And she was, you know, later on in the evening when we went to bed, she said, I love you. It's but so confusing to It's say. very fucking confusing, dude. Oh, my God. It drives me up the fucking wall. <sighs> Don't get me started on what drives me up the wall about that situation. No, that's all right. <laughs> well, 
So, back to Rufus. At what point is it okay for him to go ahead and cheat? I mean, he's expressing to her. He's trying. She's not wanting it. She's confusing. She's blaming it on his body language. At what point does he say, Alright, this is it. I'm walking away. I'm cheating. Because he hasn't cheated yet. He wrote in and said he's looking for affection in other people. Meaning he has started the process of moving on. So, at what point is it okay for him to say, Alright, time is up. I've I've done this too long. I need some ass. Honestly? Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I say a year. A year? What the fuck? A year? You're going to sit there with a woman for a year where you don't get your needs met, where you're constantly unhappy. That's a year wasted. How much time do we have as humans? We don't know. So how can you sit there for a year with somebody that you are losing interest in, that you're losing love for, that you get no intimacy, you get none of your needs met. A year? I'm going to say six weeks. Six weeks? Fucking A. If you're expressing it and they're not picking up what you're putting down, what's the point? They're not matching your effort. You have to realize... So 19 years of marriage equates to six weeks of listening to me, bitch, for six weeks... And then I'm going to cheat on you. Well, technically, he's letting her know that that he he wants to move on. And if she doesn't step up the game, he's going to move on. I'm going to say six weeks. That gives her a month and two weeks, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, honestly, what am I wrong for saying six weeks? Do you think I'm cutting the 19 years at the knees by saying six weeks? What is the price of happiness? What is the time length? What is the time period of your happiness? That's your perspective. Absolutely. Just my opinion, people. That is only my opinion alone. And that is fine. Yours is six weeks. Mine's a year. I'm a little Push bit... Pushover. I'm a little bit more optimistic because... I'm I'm in a relationship right now that's failing. But you've been an optimistic for 19 years. You're going to give it 20 years? By the time that you're... Let's see. You're going to give it one more year. So Rufus is going to be 53 years old, and he has to enter the Tinder dating scene at 53 years old. That is probably the scariest thought I've heard today. All right. So... You think Rufus is okay for cheating? No. That 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 is, that is the ultimate the ultimate question that we have for this show. Was it okay for Rufus to cheat? Absolutely not. In my opinion only. It is not okay for him to cheat. What I think is okay though is for him to give her an ultimatum or a time limit on his happiness because life is short and he's not getting any younger. All right. So what what advice do we give Rufus? Rufus I think that you should give her an ultimatum. I think you should give her a time limit. And if she doesn't want to work with it, I think you need to go out and you need to find your twin flame. You need to you need to keep working at being happy. And you need to uh, find what's going to do it for you because life is short, buddy. And uh, it's not getting any easier in this marriage, I'm noticing from this email. All right, there you have it from Ashley. What about you? What's your opinion on the matter? What would you what advice could you give Rufus? Rufus, you need to tell your wife point blank, look. Motherfucker. No. No, no, seriously. <laughs> She's gonna hit him in the head with yeah. a fucking frying pan. Look. Um I am in the prime 
of my thoughts. I'm in the prime of possibly cheating. I am in the prime of negating everything that we have together. And I want you to know, I am dead serious about my needs. I am dead serious about my wants. I am dead serious about my desires. Could we please come to a concession to where we work together and come to a conclusion that this is what I want, this is what I need, this is what I desire, let's work on this. That's what I would say to Rufus. Fair enough. Rufus, I know you're out there listening to this. I hope you got something out of this confessional. If anybody has anything to say about Rufus and our opinions on what you think he should do, go ahead and post it on our Facebook page at Primal Confessions. Post it on our Facebook page. Call us at 916-420-0697. Or you can email us at primalconfessionspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. We always appreciate you guys listening to us. And until next week, until next session, until the next subject matter, we bid you adieu. And good mental health.